This is the Sports Card Man podcast for episode number 18. I am your host, Vinny Rulo. We are back. Uh, had a few technical issues last couple months, but got that all squared away. Uh, today, we recap our Sports Card Man Christmas card countdown. Uh, had a lot of good posts there that you know we hoped everyone followed and kept track of. Uh, we also preview uh, our picks later for today's football games that are starting. Um, talk what's happening in the percentages for baseball Hall of Famers. Uh, maybe mix in some basketball and football and hockey buys as well. But uh, yeah, let's get um, right to it. So the recap of our sports card man Christmas card countdown was, you know, we posted 25 cards each day. Um, for people to buy um, with a price um, and you know projected where you know the cards might wind up. Um, so example off the top of my head, um, one of them was a 2002 Topps Joe Mauer rookie PSA 10. You know that card could have been bought for I believe $180 um, a couple weeks ago when we were making the countdown. Um, that card is now 250 plus. So, you know, had you been following our page at Sports Card Man on IG, um, is where we did all the posts each day, um, you know, you would be in the plus right now on that Joe Mauer. Um, there were some other good ones as well, too. Um, I know one of the sellers was happy that I made a post about the Garrett Cole Bowman Chrome Blue um, Auto BGS 9510. Um, it was a seller I didn't even know. You know, I promoted the card because I thought it was a good buy. Um, they wind up selling the card um, as well too. That card I still think is very undervalued. Um, Verlander and a similar card as I mentioned in the post is almost double or triple the value of Cole. Um, Cole right now is easily the best pitcher in baseball. I don't think there's really a close second. Um, going toward uh, the Hall of Fame easily on a big market with the Yankees. Um, still going to have another great year this year probably as well. So I myself would have picked that card up. Um, I was close to getting it, but couldn't get it. Um, again, that sold for about seven-ish, I think. Um, I think that's close to a thousand plus card um, very soon. Um, so keep that in mind as well. This one was another interesting well too on the Sports Card Man Christmas Card Countdown. That's what we're talking about right now. Uh, the Joe Namath uh, rookie, uh, it was a PSA three and a half. Um, I got a hold of this the seller. Um, we were back and forth for a while. I even posted that card um, and talked about where you could buy it. Um, nobody really bought it because um, it was expensive. It was almost like $2,000 or so. Um, but I still thought that would, was a really good buy. Uh, there was a sale recently of $3,000. There was another one that Probstein kind of blew out and it sold for only $1,900. Um, so I think I may have panicked a little bit. I, I picked that card up. I got it for $2,050, um, and I sold it for almost $2,300, um, and it was a nice 3.5. It was centered. Um, I think if I was patient, I probably could have gotten a little more um, closer to th the 3K mark, $2,700, $2,800. Um, so that was another example we posted, um, and this that was a card I sold and I made like 200 or so on it, which was a good, a good sale. I only had it for about a week. So anytime you can do something like that, that's definitely another a good sale for sure. Um, there was another one too that we, um, we posted about was Joel Embiid. It was his Prism PSA 10 Silver. Um, I think like the day or so after I posted Embiid, he had some monster games in December. I think where it was close to like 50 points, 
um, and three quarters or so. And this was his silver, um, which I'm going to talk about later in the episode, which I thought Embiid's silver was still very undervalued. Um, I believe it was like trending at the time for like seven or eight um, and it sold easily like within a couple days after I posted about it. So I think that card also is very underrated too. Um, not many of them out there. Um, pop reports are becoming huge um, where people want more of the rarer stuff now um, and they don't want like the high pop counts. They don't want the base as much. Uh, we'll get into that a little later as well too. Um, another, just a couple more off the top of my head. There was a Julius Peppers uh, Topps Chrome PSA 9 from 2002. All of those were actually refractors. Um, and Peppers is the, really the lone lock this year for the Football Hall of Fame. And he's also going to be first ballot Hall of Famer, I believe. Um, there was one that sold for only $76 right around Christmas time. And this shows you that, you know, not many buyers are paying attention as much during Christmas time because that one sold for only 76 and then a few weeks later, you know, when people got their gift cards, when people were concentrating more shortly after the new year, um, a similar one went for closer to 140. So had you picked that one up that, you know, we were talking about was ending for the $76, you'd already be plus $50, $60 already right now on the Julius Peppers. And that is a very rare card in a PSA 9 that we mentioned as well. Um, but there was a couple others too. Um, just the top of my head, um, there was a Jake Browning. We did very well with his rookie. Um, I believe it was 2018 score. It was a base. We were picking them up for about two bucks a piece. Sold bells for like six, seven dollars a piece, but I bought like almost 20 of them. Um, we posted about him as well. Um, and basketball, the guy I think is still widely undervalued is Jalen Brunson, his Prism Silver PSA 10 from 2018. Not a high pop report, I believe only like 350 or so. I was picking those up for about 90 or 100 for a while. Um, they hit as high as 150, um, so I sold mine for about a buck 40 um, after fees and whatnot. So I was good with that. Um, and I still think if you can get them at the 90, 100 dollar range, if they have come down a little bit, Brunson's gonna make the all star team, and that's a, a very good buy as well. And one other quick hockey one that we did on the uh, countdown was our Timmy Panarin. Um, we'll talk about hockey as we move a little bit uh, later on in the podcast as well, too. Um, his Young Guns PSA 10 was uh, about 65 70 bucks. I believe they hit as high as $100. Um, and now they're kind of hovering down at around 80 or so. So that was, I still think that's a good buy at $60, um, Last I looked, he was top five in points. So definitely try to pick up a Panarin um, if you haven't yet. Um, let's transition uh, to some other uh, quick things too. Um, we are still doing our Sports Card Man um, Premium account, which is at Sports Card Man Premium. So if you haven't joined yet, um, it's $25 to join and you get all of our uh, exclusive posts similar to what we did during um, Christmas time. We only do it for free. Um, during Christmas time where we post where to buy the card um, with a projection and where to get it this and that so if you like that type of content um, you have to join the premium to receive those types of posts um, we've already um, have put out some for um, 2024 as well for people that have previously followed so if you are interested in joining that it is $25 one-time cost and you get all access to the weekly posts that we, we do on there, where to buy the card, where, where we think it'll be, 
um, and you know the risk factor as well um, and it's really it's really good a lot of people are really happy with it that joined and they have definitely profited their back their $25 easily um, so if you're interested in that and you know you want to gain gain access to it just let let me know via DM hey I want to join your premium and uh, we'll get you set up on that um, some other uh, things to look for for us this to this year is we're going to try to do more podcasts um, more frequently now that we have like the equipment straightened out um, now that you know it's a new year uh, so look for us to be like more active um, we are going to be one thing I want to announce too is I will be going to Fenway Park um, in May as a vendor so we're going to be doing a lot of promotion for uh, for that show uh, we may try to do some other shows too as well. Uh, I've been picking up a lot of cards, which I'm going to get into very soon and start showing you some some guys what I what I picked up. Um, and the last thing I'll say too on some things to look for is um, you know we might put out some type of like new course um, just because I've been seeing a lot of people you know that have interest in sports cards. They don't know how to get started. They don't know the potential and how much money you can make. Um, even like establishing a good collection, um, different different techniques that you know we might put out. We tried doing something like that in 2020, um, and we might try to do something you know like along those lines moving forward and putting out um, more different things. So just a, a quick follow up there as well. But yeah, let's get into some things that um, I've been picking up recently. Um, so first things first of one of my big things that I'm gonna explain real quick is right now it, I think is a great time to be loading up on uh, baseball and specifically one thing that I'm doing is I'm trying to buy as many Bowman Chrome autos and PSA 10s right now as possible um, so I'm just gonna show a few of them that I've been picking up and explain why I think they're good buys and right now is the time to get Bowman Chrome Auto PSA 10s. Um, so you can see Chase Delorder, um, I think that's how you say his name, PSA 10. Uh, very low pop, very hard card to get. Um, pick that up for about a buck 52 or so. I think that's going to be 200, 250 um, in season. I've already heard that he might be a, a new top 15 prospect. Uh, Luis Arise, um, Bowman Chrome Auto in a PSA 10. This hit as high as close to 300 in season. He already now has two batting titles, one in the AL, one in the uh, NL. Um, so around the WBC last year, I was looking at his card and it was around 120, 115 or so. I was like, huh, I think that's a, a good buy for a rise. And about a month, two later or so, it shot up to 300. So, you know, if he if he starts out hot again this year, especially towards the top in the batting leaders for average, um, that's going to hit 200, 250 again really easily. And there's not there's not a lot of these PSA 10 stuff out there in Bowman Chrome Auto first. Um, so that's why I'm trying to get as many of them as possible. Um, here's a Walker Bueller Bowman Chrome Auto um, PSA 10, very low pop. Um, I believe the pop is less than 30 on that. He's bouncing back um, this year with the Dodgers. They got him projected right now. I think he's their number three um, behind Yamamoto. They haven't even signed Kershaw back yet either. Um, and then they also picked up Glasnow. Um, and obviously Otani won't pitch this year. 
Um, this guy, I have no clue how to say say his name. It's Damano Palmangini. Um, he did really well in the Arizona Fall League. This is a PSA 10. This is also a low pop. Some people are speculating he might make the, the team on the Blue Jays out of, out of spring training, or he might be a quick flip for me um, in spring training. That one wasn't that expensive. That was around 35, 40 bucks or so. Um, CJ Abrams, Blue Wave. Um, I'm not in love with Blue Waves. Um, Auto, PSA 9. This is the only 9 I have of Bowman stuff. I don't have many 9s. Um, he's really good in the Nationals. Um, that I picked up for about 70. Um, I think I can get 100, 120. Um, you know, a lot of the Bowman guys don't like waves as much. They like the true colors, like the blue, like the orange, um, like the true gold, stuff like that. Um, so, but I mean, time to time, like if they're cheap enough, I'll buy them. Um, this I have on eBay right now, Josh Naylor, Bowman Chrome Auto, PSA 10. Um, it's a low pop. I think I'm a little bit high in that one. I think I'm like 45, which isn't terrible. Um, I would probably take like 65 for that, honestly. Um, he has some upside. He had a, he started out like pretty good last year, and then he got injured. He had a couple big months um, in there as well. Um, this is interesting too. This has the 1010 um, dual grading. So I've talked about this before in some of my posts. Now for the dual grading service for a 1010, it's now a hundred dollars a minimum of a card. Um, so a lot of these cards that are already graded 1010, you can pick up for like 30 bucks, 20 bucks, 40 bucks, 50 bucks. Um, and people aren't accounting for the grading costs as much as they should be. Uh, here's, and that was Kevin Biggio. That one was around $22 or so, or $23 or so. Um, he's still projected in their starting lineup and he still has some upside, but that one's nothing too crazy. Um, here's a Jazz Chisholm, uh, Bowman Chrome Auto 1010. I got this in a trade um, at a Yorktown show, which is more downstate New York. Um, that I picked up for probably in trade for like 90 or so. Um, Chisholm was really hot last year, especially with the MLB The Show uh, cover. Um, on, on being on the cover, it jacked up his card to probably like 200 without even the 10 auto, but he unfortunately didn't have a good year this year. So hopefully he has a better year. Um, here's another Austin Riley, uh, Bowman Chrome Auto, PSA 10. Um, stud player on the Braves, already has a World Series top third baseman in baseball um last year again over 30 homers um, braves are going to be right there again um, as one of the best teams um, just a couple more i picked up this josh Hader, bowman chrome first he is um still a free agent um still one of the top closers in baseball so you know still a very undervalued card i got into that for about 30 bucks or so um, that I think, depending on where he signs, you could get 70 for it, you could get 80 for it, and that honestly might be the time to move it, um, just because you know someone might get caught up in the hype once he signs, so that would be the time to move that. Um, just two more, or a couple more on the Bowman. Uh, I got two Kyle Manzardo PSA 10s. Um, he is one of my favorite prospects for the 2024 season. Um, some people are saying he might start out of spring training as the opening day first baseman on the Guardians. Some people are speculating he might not. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But regardless, he tore up the full, uh, Arizona Fall League as well. I think he had like seven, eight homers. So definitely try to pick up some Manzardos. Those trend about 130, uh, 140. It depends really on the day. Um, I think they're going to be closer to 200 once, you know, 
March hits. So like right now, if you can get some of those, definitely try to. The pop report is pretty low where it's only like 105 of those or so exist. So definitely keep that in mind. And then this one was one of my favorite uh, baseball pickups that I got this offseason as well. Um, Jose Ramirez, um, a.k.a. J-Ram, Topps Chrome PSA 10 Auto, beautiful auto, very low pop. I, I believe there's less than 100 of those. Um, and that card usually in-season trends at about 450. I'm into it for probably close to like three-ish, maybe like 280 something off the top of my head. Um, so if you can try to even get his base stuff, I would definitely keep, uh, keep him in mind as well. Um, here's some other uh, chrome I got recently too. I just had, remember I had a couple more of these. I picked up Austin Wells in a Bowman Chrome Auto PSA 10. Um, probably going to be the Yankee starting catcher with Trevino being mixed in still. Um, that's a low pop. I think there's less than 60 of those. That I'm into for about a buck 30 or so. Um, Spencer Steer had a breakout year with the Reds last year. These hit about 120 to 150. He had about 25 homers, 80-something uh, RBIs, decent average. Uh, Reds were a solid team. And then this was a cheaper one, uh, J.P. Crawford, PSA 10. Um, had a solid year with the Mariners. Um, but yeah, so like I was saying, Bowman Chrome Autos are the way to go for newer baseball. I have some other newer baseball, but that's really what I'm trying to, to focus on more so is the first Bowman Chrome Autos. Um, last year, if you were following us, we tracked um, our Bowman Chrome Auto tracker where we tracked all the values and put them in tiers of all PSA 10s. So I knew um, which players were undervalued, which players were overvalued, and I might do that as well um, this upcoming season. That would be a project to work on probably sooner rather than later because you want to be buying Bowman um, baseball now versus in season when the prices get a lot higher because some of that stuff that I just showed you it gets a lot higher in season so definitely keep that in mind if you're going to get Bowman like your your time's kind of running out because the players report to spring training in about a month um, so let's focus on a few other things too um, let's get into a uh, vintage a little bit um, I know vintage is not for everybody um, I'm trying to transition to buy more vintage um, if I can. Um, it's just because I think it's a little bit easier to sell um, just because there's more people that are interested in it versus that like, some people aren't into the new stuff, whereas everybody has an interest in the vintage. So just a few vintage things that I've sold so far. I mentioned I sold the name it so far um, within the last couple of weeks. I made like 200 on that. Um, I had a Frank Robinson PSA 4 uh, rookie that I picked up in a trade. Um, I made about 140 on that. Um, I had a Walter Payton PSA 6 uh, rookie, um, and I made about 50 bucks on that. Um, and you know, all of this stuff I had bought on different platforms and you know found it, um, di different things like that. But long story short, vintage is getting tougher to find. Um, so if you can get it, especially centered and it's a rookie um, or a hall of famer, or you think it's like an undervalued card, um, definitely, or if it's a low pop, definitely don't hesitate to try to get something where, you know, it's going to be easy to resell or you even think it's a good hold long-term. Um, this is like, um, I like to call this my silver tuna that I picked up recently. Uh, this is my uh, Yogi Berra SGC4 rookie, um, dead centered, um, very like great mid-grade card. Um, and I picked that up for about 700. 
Um, I think personally that's a 950 to $1,000 card. Um, with that being said, just because of the centering, one, the last sale um, in a four, but it was way, way off centered, sold for 750. Um, so I think personally, that card is the type of stuff you wanna be looking for. Um, just any Hall of Famers, just any mid-grade card, um, you know, you can't be you can't be afraid to pay the price on something like that just because like nobody else has that. Um, so if you try to look at like on eBay for like an SGC for um, Yogi Berra, you're not gonna find one that's dead centered like that. So that's just something to keep in mind um, when dealing with vintage as well. Um, let's um, let's get into a few other things too. Um, let's have a baseball Hall of Fame update. Um, so the announcement, I believe, was in 11 days or so. I think it's the 24th, um, which I might correct on the next episode if I'm wrong. Um, but there's four or five guys right now that have a chance. You have Adrian Beltre, Helton, um, Joe Maurer, Billy Wagner, and Gary Sheffield. Those are the five guys like on the radar. And then Jim Leland has already gotten in from the committee vote as well. Um, so I think the in in that order is the best case of Beltre is the most uh, most likely, then probably Helton, then probably Maurer, then Wagner, and then I don't think Sheffield makes it. So I think those four guys. Um, I've picked up. I've had a couple of uh, Helton's. I sold the PSA ten recently for one forty um, in a ten. This this I got actually graded myself. Um, I think that card goes up to about 170, um, which has been kind of the peak once he gets in the Hall of Fame. But something with the Hall of Fame is when the announcement happens is the time that you want to sell the card. Um, that's always been the case. Um, that was the case for um, Fred McGriff last year. We sold three PSA 9 um, Dunrus um, Fred McGriff rookies and we got like 125, 130 um, as soon as it was announced or even the, the, the first or even the day leading up to it is the time to do it because the market could get flooded essentially. Um, so that's something to look for as well too and just something to learn. Um, we did pick up this Joe Maurer which I have listed on eBay. It's a Topps CSG um, 10. Uh, the pop on that is a two. As I mentioned, his Topps in a PSA 10 is 250 plus now so that i got it for a really good buy i got into that for about 85 bucks or so i think that's probably a 150 card um so that's something to keep in mind as well let's spend a little time on um some basketball and then we're going to get into our our football picks to close out our uh this episode um basketball right now as we mentioned um when i was talking about the Embiid card prism silver psa 10s are the way to go um, I think more people are transitioning away from the base stuff in basketball and they're getting more into the silvers again. Um, and that's how the case, how it was in 2019. And then there was this big run of base stuff in 2020. And, you know, I bought some of it, but I, I noticed that so much of it came down that, you know, now with basketball, I only buy base if the pop report is pretty low. Just because like a Luka Doncic, the pop is like really high, or like a Jason Tatum, the pop is really high. And those guys are top players, but the base stuff is only very limited on somebody like that. I mean, even like someone like Jokic last year, a base did go up, but he had to win the NBA championship. So it's gonna be pretty rare that like you make pretty good money on like graded base like prism PSA tens of basketball. Whereas like if you buy silvers, it's much safer. Or if you buy colors, um, things like that, 
Um, I myself am not buying new basketball prism like with uh, Wembyamba just because it's too high right now. So I'm letting the market get corrected before I you know invest in something like that or before I buy it. That's always my recommendation with when a new product drops. Um, and let's transition now to some hockey. Um, you know, the Young Guns hockey is still very, you know, popular, but I don't think the prices are bringing what they brought like last year. Um, there's still a lot of guys that are still undervalued. There's a lot of guys that have dropped since last year. Um, so, which isn't really a great sign if you're a hockey investor. So with that being said, if you are going to invest in hockey, um, I would say it's going to require some patience. Like it's going to be hard to get some quick flips. Um, if you're intending on reselling, um, if you're intending on buying for your collection, you also want to you know invest in guys that you think are got chances to win rewards, got chances to win um, cups, things like that, or just collect players that you like would, would be my suggestion just because I think it's getting a lot tougher to find like guys to flip like off the top of my head, like Quinn Hughes was a guy that went way up this year. Um, but like someone like McDavid, if you bought him high in the beginning of the season, they've dropped a lot and McDavid's are the lowest they've been in a while. Um, and I think upper deck this year, um, is taking a little too advantage of the Bedard hype. Um, I know like a hobby box is close to like 280, $300 when typically that box is like 125, 130. Um, I myself am not buying any of those boxes for 300 i might take a shot with like some blasters and maybe try to get one or um some different megas or something like that but i think that's something to keep an eye on i think the bedard will start out very high very soon um so as we wrap up we haven't we don't do this too often um but it is this is a sports show and sports cards um, we're seeing a lot of like uh sports card people get into like their betting um who they they like for their picks, things like that. Um, so I thought I would just make some picks um, and then you know I wouldn't really um, say they're great picks, but I figured why not, we'll give it a shot. Um, so the upcoming games um, for today's games, Sunday's games, and Monday um, for the football. So first up you have Cleveland who, when I looked at it, they were a two and a half favorite at Houston. Um, and Houston is home. I like Houston with the alternate spread plus seven and a half for that pick. I think Stroud's playing too well. Um, you know, the Browns were a good story with Flacco. They have a good defense, which with the plus seven and a half, that means that, you know, Cleveland is going to have to win by eight. So I think that's a, that's a good safe play for that for game number one. Um, game number two, Miami and KC, um, weather is supposed to be really bad. I think that slows down Miami, so that'll actually help like somebody like the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs, last I looked, they were minus three and a half. Um, I like the Dolphins also in that game, plus seven and a half. So again, the Chiefs would have to beat them by eight in order for you to, um, to win or lose the bet. Um, and you know that game could go either way as well too. Very tough game. Um, this is the lock of the day. Um, is the Bills uh, Steelers, which is now being played on Monday. Um, that spread was minus 10 Bills. Um, I like the alternate spread um, with Bills minus three so get, to get you some value in case you want to, or in case you want to go money line as well. Um, and then the next game, uh, Packers at Dallas. Uh, Dallas is, a, is a, I think, a seven and a half point favorite. I would kind of go down a little lower. I think it's going to be a little closer, like a four or five point game or so. 
Um, so I would take Dallas minus two and a half would be my pick for that as well. Um, Dallas is playing too well. Um, C.D. Lamb having a monster year. They have Stud and Parsons. Um, Jordan Love had a good year, but just don't think that it's going to be enough for the Packers to beat them. Um, Rams, Lions. This is, I think, one of the toughest games as well, too. Um, the Lions are three and a uh, three and a half point favorite, um, and they are home at the Rams. Stafford makes his return to Detroit. Um, believe it or not, um, I'm going to also go similar. Um, pattern here and go plus seven for the Rams. So that means the Lions would have to beat them by eight in order for you to uh, win the bet or um, so or in order for you to lose the bet. Um, and then the last one, you know, this is a tough game too because the Eagles are banged up. Um, you know, Hertz has got a bad finger. Um, A.J. Brown, you don't know if he's fully healthy, um, things like that. And, you know, a lot of their guys in their defense are kind of, kind of, eh. So I'm taking the, um, most likely, I think I'm going to go Eagles money line, even though they have all those injuries, um, this and that, just because I think, you know, maybe like Mayfield might choke or something like that at Tampa. But like I said, that's the game I'm the least confident in. Um, and I do think it will be um, a, cl a very close game. I have seen some people pick um, a lot of people liking Tampa, different things like that. But um, but yeah, so that's just something to keep and follow as we close up here the next couple uh, seconds or so. Um, we'll be doing a lot more of posts about you know content, um, talking about which cards we're buying and why. Um, next episode, I'm gonna show you know more of cards that I picked up, um, you know why I've been buying them, who I like, different things like that. Um, maybe talk about some mistakes I made, some um, some good things I did, different things like that. So you know, keep all that in mind and look for other content on at Sports Card Man on IG. Um, and yeah, that's gonna do it for uh, episode 18. And uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye.